Speeding and the sound is speeding. <laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, March 24th, 2022. On today's episode, I did not book the self-tape, obviously. And uh, also, we got a big news too. Shit. Cause you know I'm big true and reading the news is what I motherfucker do. Put a funny spin on it so that you can get a little entertainment for your motherfucker head. Oh! <laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, 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 March 24th, 2022. Hi, thank you for listening. How are you? I hope that you are having a good week. I'm having a good week so far. Uh, we're uh, coming up here on the weekend, and uh, what is it? Fucking end of March already? Well, time is just absolutely just flying by, and let's start the show with a little bit of a. How my motherfucking. Whoa, I'm in the zone. I've been shredding a lot lately. Uh, hi. How are you? How is my week? How was your week? Uh, are you approaching the uh, the end of something or maybe the beginning of something new? Or uh, are you just stuck in the same old fucking place under the fucking trucks? Under, are you under there, Nick? Are you fucking under there right now? Are you listening to me under some sort of heavy machinery? Or perhaps you're uh, just chilling out. Maybe you're jogging. Uh, maybe you're just fucking in your house. Who the fuck knows what the fuck's going on? But hi, uh, I hope you're having a good week. I'm having a good week so far. We have just been chipping away. I had a fucking, uh, oh my God, big fucking poli sci assignment. This is why I don't recommend going back to school, uh, 12 years after <laughs> you went to school the first time. Cause I fucking went to school for economics when I was like 20 and I took a whole fuck ton of poli sci courses, but they expire after 10 years. Uh, for some reason, the university does not accept uh, old courses. Oh, and also because I went to like a private university, apparently, they don't accept that either. So whatever. I had to do a fucking econ and poli-sci classes again this year. So I got my big poli-sci research assignment. 20 fucking pages. 5,000 words. Uh, I didn't think I... <laughs> I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to pull something like that off. Not that it's hard. It's just that the amount of time fucking necessary to that shit... So literally yesterday I wrote like fucking a fuck ton thousands of words, um, which is like just bullshitting my way through this fucking assignment. <laughs> Courtney just popped in my head and said in my head, she's like, don't tell people you're bullshitting it. Fuck, fuck that. I am. That's the whole point of this podcast is that it's honest and that it's fucking that that I am allowed. It's my digital sandbox where I'm allowed to fucking do whatever I want. So I will tell this. And if Mr. If Gil Gaspar, my poli sci professor is listening, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I bullshitted my way through that assignment. I had to. It was so fucking dumb, man. It's just this fucking neoliberal fucking brainwashing poli sci shit that the, like 
I don't know, maybe not necessarily neoliberal brainwashing, but it's like, it's just like, oh, like identify your municipal riding and your fucking federal riding and who's the, who's the counselor and tell me what your impression of him is. And I'm just like, who gives a fuck? Like, are we really even learning anything here? Um, Or are we just like Googling things? Like there's a big fucking distinction between learning and just straight Googling things, man. That's what everyone did during this fucking pandemic. Like your research, did you do your fucking research? Like Googling things, Googling things is not research. If your research starts by opening up fucking Google, you've already lost. (laughs) You already fucking lost, man. You don't, you don't know shit. So I was literally fucking, I guess it wasn't a research assignment because I was just Googling things. So we just had to fucking Google things. I put that together and I just submitted that this morning. Um, Comedy's been going good as well, too. I had a show last night. Young Dave, the OG rap god, fucking filled out some room on college there. And uh, pretty good show, honestly. I kind of ate a dick off the top. Um <sighs> How can I describe this? Okay, stand up, you have like five seconds in the fucking first five seconds. You have to you have to prove to them or show them or do something that will that will allow the audience to trust in you and follow you with wherever you're gonna go. But I went on stage and I was like, hi, and then I fucking put my guitar down and then I tried to do like one of those like uh, like waited out, like, okay, awkward silence things. But it was too far, there wasn't enough giggle juice left in the tank. Because sometimes you can just get a laugh by, like, the fact that, like, oh, we're waiting. He's going to do something. Like, the tension, it's ready to be broken. But Or if there's already pre-existing tension in the room just by, like, oh, here he comes. Like, what's he going to do? Like, oopsie. Um, so, uh, so and uh, you know, as a, as a natural – as a natural comedian, you can really fucking – natural comics can just take that vibe and run with it, right? But – uh, what I did was go on stage and there was no uh, immediate tension. Not like it was a bad crowd or whatever, but it was just the end of the show. And they're like, there's a bunch of good comics. And they're like, okay, what do you got? And I kind of didn't give them any juice off the top. And then I opened with a fucking my work sucks jokes, which is not a punchline heavy joke. It's like more of like, a, okay, you get in there and then I do the act and thing like that. So I kind of got to really go back to the drawing board on that one and, 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 and get, the, get the setup funnier put more punchlines in the setup because the point that I'm trying to make is that work sucks (laughs) and that I don't think that we should need to go to work Um, because yeah I don't know why so I got to fucking come up with that shit because right now it's just a big long fucking act out that like if you're not in it then I'm just fucking you know I don't know Liam Crestwick (laughs) he used to do this fucking big wizard act out and if he fired up the bit, it was like a two-minute fucking wizard act out. And if he was bombing and he fired that bit up, it was like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, we talked about it. It's just like, now I'm stuck in wizard guy for two minutes. <laughs> and you have two options. You can either just rip the shoot, acknowledge the fact that it wasn't working, and move on. Or fucking commit to the bit, buddy. Um, wow, that's the second time Liam has come up in this. I wonder if that guy's still doing stand-up. Probably. Uh, yeah, so Wednesday I had the show, today is Thursday, we're at the Corner Comedy Club, as always, at 8 and 10 p.m., got some homies coming down while Natisha's away, what the fuck else, oh yeah, and also I've been working Breakfast TV, had another fucking live hit this morning in Scarborough, with an Olympic, the captain, or whatever, the co-captain of the Canadian Olympic women's basketball team, Miranda uh, Ayimi, I I think I'm saying her last name wrong, but uh, Miranda, 
So it was cool hanging out with Olympians at like fucking 6.42 in the morning. <laughs> it's like pretty fucking early. Uh, but yeah, we went and there was like this fucking hijabi ballers, which is like these girls that are like wear hijabs, but they also play basketball. Um, and they're like encouraging fucking more hijabi girls to fucking get involved in sports or whatever. So yeah, it was kind of like a cool thing. And uh, yeah, it's just like you're just there so fucking early in the morning. And then I got back before nine. Like I'm literally like done work before nine. <laughs> so I like it. And uh, yeah, just doing do like it's a fun, easy. It's not easy. It is easy. Well, I shouldn't say it's it's it doesn't seem hard because I like the work. It's a lot of work, but it doesn't feel like you're working. So it's easy, uh, which is nice. That's what I encourage everyone to do is to try to fucking find some sort of vocation or occupation since we live in a fucking neoliberal death cult that uh, promises only homelessness, starvation, and death um, for you. If you don't have a job, then fucking, you know, get a job if you got to. If they're making us fucking do something, then you might as well do something that you like. Who, who cares about money, right? What's the fucking difference between $60,000 and $80,000 a year, really? When houses are $2 million, and by the time we are able to retire, the fucking world will be burnt to the ground or completely flooded. <laughs> so what the fuck do we even need to do anyways as long as I can cover my nut each month on rent? Fucking let it ride. Tick 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 19 red. I fucking knew it. Uh <laughs> Okay, what else did I want to talk about? Oh yeah, big news. We got a big news. Let's go moving on now in the show. We got fucking big news. We got Time for big news with Drew. Big news. In today's big news, we got a fucking article from the CBC. I regret going. Protester says he spent life savings to support Freedom Convoy. <laughs> now, as you guys know, I've had uh, mixed opinions on the convoy. I, uh, you know, I've had mixed opinions on the vaccine. I've had mixed opinions on the fucking vaccine passport system. At the end of the day, I want you to know that I love you and I care about you. And whatever decision that you decided to make was the best one for you. And and I and I love you. And that's all I want to, to say about that. Uh, but now <laughs> I do like Schadenfreude because my personal opinion is that uh, protesting in and of itself is actually another modicum of neoliberal control. And now let me put it to you like this. It's like the end of the Matrix. You watch the third Matrix. The fucking prophecy was just another form of control to give people fucking false hope uh, and, and keep them fucking, you know, bought into the system, right? And that's what I think protesting is, man. Maybe back in the day, protesting might have been a form of effective change. Um, but now it's not. Now I feel like it's like they've created squares for us. Like, you know, the, all the places where, like, let's meet up here and go to a protest. Like, they fucking made those for us to go protest because there actually really isn't any fucking meaningful change that takes place from just hanging out outside. And it doesn't matter if it's you and 10 people or you and 100,000 people or you and a million people. If you're just fucking hanging out outside, you know, just fucking jamming it up. That's not really, you know, that's not really going to fucking change things. And the fucking, and there are people that think that the fucking convoy was like led to the end of the, of, you know, where we are right now, these mask mandates. But the plan always was to fucking, you know, fire it back up in March. And you have to look at the reason why that is, is because the election season fucking starts, man. So it has nothing to do 
with um any sort of like bowing to any sort of like what the, what the fuck kind of so what the protesters jammed up a fucking couple of fucking you know car factories in windsor and shit like that and a couple of fucking jit just in time manufacturing facilities like the overall impact economic I- impact was very very small in terms of a percentage of total gdp <clears throat> So in my view, the fucking convoy was like a wicked way to fucking go out and say, fuck Trudeau. And if you had all of this shit pent up, then it was like a big party. And my friends went there. Um, and that's why they were mad at the CBCs because the CBC was reporting on the fucking, you know, the Nazis that were there or whatever. Um, but that goes back to uh, what uh, to not necessarily that the media is brainwashing people, but that the fucking media has a obligation to get as many clicks and eyes as possible. And what gets more fucking clicks and views? A, f- a bunch of fucking people having a barbecue. Um, you know, 99% of this crew's having a barbecue or 1% are skinheads waving around a Nazi flag. Like which one of those is more sensational report? So it's not, it's not of the... Um, obligation of journalists uh, to just go out there and just say this is what what the truth is, this is what's going on. Their job is to t- report on stories that will get people to look at the website or the fucking thing. So, um, you know, that's the fucking, that's the job of the media right now. The If you want a 1950s era fucking Walter Cronkite, Fifth Estate, um, type of journalism then that shit is fucking out there um and (laughs) the sad part is is that is that most people who fucking you know are like all the mainstream media blah 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 the actual independent journalists who work for associated press and reuters and shit like that and the people who are hardcore fucking print journalists um people don't listen to them Because they're given the fucking juice and it's not what people want to hear. And if you can Google something that gives you, that is, uh, you know, appeases your pre-existing disposition, then you're going to fucking do that. So, which brings me back to this fucking guy. I regret going. Protester says he spent life savings to support the Freedom Convoy. <laughs> Which, having known what you now, having listened to me say that I think protests are dumb and this convoy was just a fucking good way to fucking give her and party and blow off steam and throw a big middle finger without enacting any meaningful change, uh, then yeah, then go ahead. If you wanted to go give her and say fuck you and, and, and then blow off some steam and party, then fucking A, the convoy was great for that. And you definitely made your, you know, you made your voices heard and whatever the fuck. So <laughs> this guy... He fucking never even had a stance on COVID-19. But Martin Joseph Englehart says he regrets going. He also says he has nothing left after spending his life savings on gas and food for the occupiers. And then here he was like a little bitch for them. He st- I started delivering fuel and picking up laundry, everything for the truckers. Like he was like everything for the truck drivers. He showed his bank statements to the CBC. He transferred thousands of dollars and spent thousands more at a gas station, a single gas station. Um, and now this fucking dude is living out of his SUV as his landlord kicked him out because he's got no fucking money. And he's unable to access his bank accounts because they remain frozen because they said the, the fucking government said anybody who's fucking paying for these people to be jamming the shit up. And that's what I'm saying. There was no really meaningful fucking... Uh, 
there wasn't really anything meaningful going on here because they're like, well, you want to hit our wallet, then we'll hit yours. And ours is infinitely bigger. And we control yours. <laughs> it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, how the fuck did you think? That's what I don't understand either, is that it, that you go there and it ends one of two ways. It either fucking ends like it did with a whimper or it ends in a fucking bang and a shootout. And then you lose because the army comes in. And and a bunch of civilians get killed by their own fucking government, which is fucked, too. Um, <laughs> all over what? Because cause you all over what? Like, that's what I'm saying is like all over what? The fucking freedom to choose. Like, this is a fucking this is what I'm saying. This is a fucking neoliberal capitalist society. And if the market has determined that that the labor it's it it wants to purchase must be vaccinated and you don't want to provide that to the market then you find another fucking job it is not the market's responsibility it is not the government's responsibility to give you a fucking job now now if you disagree with that then it sounds like you might be a bit of a socialist <laughs> and how many of these fucking convoy motherfuckers are talking about socialism and communism that we're living under right now who have absolutely no idea what the concept of socialism and communism actually means what those concepts actually mean compared to a fucking neoliberal capitalist society what what are the what are the defining features of those two systems and i i would deplore anyone who was calling trudeau a communist to please identify how he was rallying the fucking proletariat to seize the means of production from the bourgeoisie class in a violent revolution. Like, that is the fucking definition of communism. So this fucking guy, <laughs> this fucking guy, he goes, I never had a stance, but he felt drawn to the movement after he's prevented from visiting a dying friend at a Montreal hospital in 2022 because of COVID-19 restrictions. So that means he wanted to go into a hospital fucking unvaccinated or some shit like that. Or maybe June 20 to March, April, May, June. Yeah. So it's like COVID was popping off and uh, he couldn't visit a friend. So that was before the vaccine was even available, though. So he said that doesn't even make sense. So March, April, May, June. Yeah, it was only three months into the pandemic. So his friend died in a hospital and he couldn't go visit him because COVID was fucking ramming out hospitals there, which makes sense. Like, it's like, that's the other thing. People who don't, who think that this wasn't real or something like that, or that the hospitals were lying or, or any of that shit that was going on. It's just like, I don't know, like fucking, you have no people in your family who work in the medical industry or fucking, you know, like my mom scrubbed in the ICU as a 60 fucking two year old nurse who's essentially retired and they scrubbed her in. That's how fucking bad it was. So it's not like it was like he was like got shut down at the hospital because he wasn't vaccinated because there weren't even vaccines in June of 2022. It was just like the uh, it says it's visiting a dying friend. So maybe only family was allowed. Like, really? So that's going to radicalize you. So this guy, after hearing about the convoy to Ottawa, he closed his web development business in January and left his home in Fort McKay. We merged with the convoy around Medicine Hat. We merged with the convoy. And I thought that it was a cause bigger than me. And that's the thing, is that's how you fucking trick people, man. And that is populism in a nutshell, is, is, you, uh, is you tie, you, uh, you allow people to remove their fucking individual identities and tie it to some sort of fucking nationalistic pride or, sovereign, or nationalistic sort of fucking sacrifice that you're making because it's, it's the same thing that people say, I got to go fight for my country. It's like, what fucking country? 
So this guy, and then he must have kept giving her because they fucking shut down his bank accounts. Like the fucking, the government was like, yo, anyone still fucking with these people? We're going to shut down your shit. So like, don't, like they gave him ample fucking warning. So this guy, so he must have kept giving her then. Yeah, like he fucking kept giving her and said, I don't give a fuck. We're here. We're, we're changing the world. Whatever the fuck. And you know what's funny is this same mentality. This is funny is if people, anyone on this podcast thinks that I'm a fucking raging liberal fucking lefty is the Occupy Wall Street movement in 2000 and whatever the fuck took advantage of the same mentality, but on the left, on the extreme left. And there was a bunch of fucking penniless fucking bong smoking white guys with dreads sitting outside of whatever biggest bank in their town was fucking playing bongos with tents, smoking dope fucking chanting kumbaya and they said we're never gonna leave occupy wall street and there was i remember when this was going down there's interviews with guys and there was one guy who's like i'm not fucking leaving until the one percent pays their fair share <laughs> it's like so you you sitting in this fucking park with a fucking zip up coleman tent and a fucking ice bong full of purple kush is gonna change the fabric of globalized neoliberal capitalism wow isn't that astonishing and these guys in in ottawa the convoy that all these fucking guys hanging around just fucking barbecuing meats honking their horns are going to change the entire fabric of a global response to a fucking very real illness It's like you have to think about that's you have to think about these things, but people don't. It's the third face of power is is thought control and what what and these people thought they were fighting the third face of power. That's the funniest part of it. They actually thought they were going to fight the third face of power. And if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, then Google the third face of power. But the actual third face of power is what prevents them from realizing that their actions were meaningless. (laughs) Because it's got them all riled up about the mandates and the fucking vaccine and all this fucking shit. And ooh, they're coming for us. And oh, and I can't question the science. So it must mean, you know what I mean? But that's also, I'm on a rant right now, but I'm going to keep going. Because when people are like, the very fact that I can't question the science means that I don't trust it. Or whatever the fuck is like, I, uh... Something like that, like, well, why, if I can't question the science, then that means I can't trust it. But the actual word of science means question. Like, we, it, the, <laughs> when they come to you with the science, that means that they have questioned the fuck out of it. And, and this is the answer that they came to. And not only did they, uh, an independent and a bunch of fucking other people around the world also were like, well, I got questions about this. The scientists, that's their literal job is to say, well, I got some fucking questions about this. So rather than just going, well, hey, oh, I don't know what it does. Well, <laughs> well, we don't know what the long term. They go, okay, let's fucking put this thing under a microscope and fucking zoom in on it and see what the fuck's actually going on here. Let's run some clinical trials and murder some fucking babies in wombs because that's actually what happens. You know, they get <laughs> like that's the gnarly part about the thing is that there were literal babies when they were fucking formulating this shit. But people sign up for the fucking to be t- guinea pigs for fucking shit like that. So anyways, I'm on this big rant right now, but I just think it's so funny is because this guy was fucking manipulated by whatever sort of fucking. And you should see this guy. He is a big fat motherfucker bald. He looks like an incel. Um, so yeah. And then his, his Dodge caravan was seized. Like there was fucking, he left his fucking shit all there. 
And he says, I would like to apologize to the people in Ottawa. I'm sorry. All I wanted was to help people. Um, and he thought he was going to get some money. Like he thought it was like, yo, go buy some gas. Cause they got, you know, $10 million. And that's the other scam is that GoFundMe is whoever the fuck started that GoFundMe is caked right now. And the, and they tricked all the little guys like this guy who spent his life savings was 13 grand. You know, that's not a lot of money, um, in the grand scheme of things, but he spent his entire fucking life savings and he thought he was going to get reimbursed from the giant $10 million GoFundMe. But Hey, like, uh, January 6th in fucking Washington, when they all thought Trump was going to fucking bail them all out and all this shit. Turns out, hmm, what might actually be the fucking motivation here? Who might actually stand to benefit from this? Oh, man. Fucking crazy, man. That's why I think it's like the fucking people don't look at the vaccine as like, it's like, look at the actual thing. Nobody's trying to murder anybody. No one's trying to fucking poison us. They just want to make money. They just want to fucking sell more of this shit. And they saw an opportunity to do so during a fucking very real, very serious illness. And the fucking mandates were put in place as a fucking deterrent. As a fucking stick rather than a carrot. Because the government understands the value of scientific literacy and the efficacy of the fucking vaccines. It's not like they didn't work. They fucking worked. The scam was, the fucking scam was, was that the formula was not legally mandated to be open source and free for all countries to manufacture themselves. That's the fucking scam. That's the fucking scam right there is that Pfizer said, we're going to sell this to you. And the government of Canada said, no fucking problem, dude. We got all the cash in the world to buy it. When the government should have said, fuck you. What's the formula? We're taking this now. How dare you sell us this fucking life-saving? It's like fucking selling. It's like standing outside of a house fire, selling access to a fucking hose. That's the fucking scam. Is that all of our taxpayer, where do you think the fucking money where do you think the government... That's another thing. is People don't even understand where the fuck the government gets money. They think, oh, government deficits are fucking causing inflation. It's like, under what... Can you... Anybody who says that, can you please explain to me how a government running a deficit directly leads to inflation? Please fucking tell me that. If anyone can tell me that, I, like there, uh, any economist, can you fucking tell me how a, a national government who is the fucking monopoly issuer of that currency going into debt in its own currency how does that cause nationwide inflation no no answer exactly because it fucking doesn't (laughs) modern monetary theory bro if a country is a monopoly holder of debt and also the issuer of the currency, then they cannot fucking default because they can just continue to print money to pay off their debts if their debts are in their own fucking money. And then you say, oh, well then if they fucking keep printing money, then the fucking, where's it going to go? The fucking inflation is going to go through the roof. That would make sense if the money was going into the hands of consumers who would then be able to use it to purchase things. And since uh, the demand would be increased, then the fucking price and the supply would remain the same, then the price would have to go up, would it not? Classical economic theory, right? But if the money that's created is not going to the fucking consumers who purchase the goods and products in the CPI basket, then what the fuck is actually causing inflation, right? 
Think about it, man. Promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our Patreons. Holy fuck, big economic rant there. Uh, would you like access to bonus content uh, like fucking interview episodes and uh, behind the scenes of my radio show and stand-up clips and other sort of shit that, and an individualized, personalized shout-out on every single episode? Then you can be like these fine folks. New Guy Mark, Kunal, Anthony, Patrick, Nick and Mac, Bryce, Bubba, Marnus, Street motherfucking demon, Street demon. Uh, Joel, Isaac, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Taryn. Say they names. Oh, what up? What up, Mink? Also, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our marijuana, our marijuana sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Go to King Tut's Cannabis. Oh, that's not what that says at all. Oh, Google still got it though for me. Uh, KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your fucking order. New members get 15% off your first order. You can stack that shit back on top. We're back. Plus free gifts. They, I'm looking on their website right now. Pine Tar Kush, 29% off, 99 bucks an ounce. Peanut Butter Rockstar Indica, Trips, a buck 19 an ounce. Holy fuck. Hindu Kush, wow. Trips, a buck 19 an ounce. Go to KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order. It is Thursday. I don't have to do any guitar we got a half hour podcast holy fuck okay that's enough of me night night